All right, so we're ready now. Am I fired? That was close. I feel like. Javi, <laughs> it takes too much time and effort to yeah. replace you <laughs> in life. I'm not going to fire he's you, man. A, a couple of couple of stumbles, a few minutes, be fine. <laughs> all right. How are we doing, sir? Well, doing, doing all right until uh, everything just decided not to work today. It's all, it's all good, good. We got it. We're we in there. We are. We are rocking We're and rolling, there. brother. Good yes, weekend? Sir. Yeah, pretty chill weekend, man. Okay. Um, those shows are, one of our members went on a cruise, so no practice. or you got rock shows. out on a cruise? Is that what you just told me? No, I said one of our members went on a cruise. Oh, nice. So no, no band practice or nothing. Nice, nice, weeks. nice. Uh, other than that, just doing normal, uh, normal homeowner stuff. Yeah, you are. You're in there. Honestly, it's like the really the first weekend and like quite a few that I've had time to just get a few things done. Ah, I hear so you. It was man. all right. It was a nice weekend too. Nice. Yeah, it was weekend. gorgeous outside. Gorgeous weekend. Like yeah. it's not fall Halloween weather, man. No, not at all. Sweating outside. <laughs> it was it so hot. Sense. It was. It was actually really hot too, but it was like a nice breeze out. You know, in the fall, I like to put like my, my turtleneck and blazer on. Yeah, of course. Go outside for lunch, and I'm just like dying. So that wasn't fun at all. Turtle. Turtleneck was the wrong decision. Turtleneck was the wrong decision. Just scorched <laughs> body, just dripping in yeah, sweat. That's great. Yes, yeah, it was kind of disgusting, man. So yeah, you have that. Um, just just an update on my life. Yeah, what'd you get into? I hate football, mm. and it doesn't matter because it's now basketball season. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, also, I've been watching some movies, man. Okay. Dude, I've been killing the game, okay? Yeah. I have watched The Evil Dead that came out in 2013. Nice. All right. I've watched our movie of the week. Yeah. I watched The Boogeyman. Oh. I talked about that last week, but I did recently okay. watch it. I didn't watch that one. Um, We'll talk about The Five Nights at Freddy's. I did watch that. Really? You've been I'm, going at it. I'm, a, I'm a, like a horror, scary Is movie kind of kick. Friday thing. night? Is that one streaming yet? Peacock. It, it went like really quick. Peacock, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a Peacock drop. It's yeah. in the theaters, but it's also a Peacock right, right. drop. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can to. watch both. Yeah. So doing big things, man. Yeah, I have uh, made it to season five of the Clone Wars. Jeez. I have been in hard on the Clone Wars, dude. You are just know all about but the Force. It is. Excellent. You're going to turn that power morpher in for a freaking lightsaber it was, in a second. <laughs> it was really, it's been a really good series. Or you could be like really Sabine good. and just do both. Be a Power Ranger Jedi. Yeah, why not? They're, they're both ninjas, right? I guess so. Space ninjas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right, man. Space let's hit the people ninja. over the head with some uh, recent news All in, right. the, in the movie business. <clears throat> Stuff coming at y'all. Mm. All right, team. So uh, we do like to joke around and you know play around on this podcast, but uh, really important there. Uh, Matthew Perry, friend star, dead at fifty four. Yeah, yeah, that wild was uh, that was wild news to hear about. Yeah, apparent drowning in his pool. Yeah, I mean that kind of stuff is what really makes it wild. Like you know, you got some some stars that. Just grow old, and you know, at some point that that's going to happen. But then yeah. you have 
somebody who's super young and then all of a sudden they're just gone for, you know, whether it's like this, car crash, stuff like that. Yeah, just very wild, man. And, you know, it was weird because I was in Greensboro celebrating Halloween with some buddies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we're trying to gear up to go out and have a good time. And then everybody's talking about everybody in the lobby at the hotel, everybody we're around at the mm. bar. They're just talking like, hey, yo, like, died. That's <laughs> very dead. That's you know what I mean? Wild. Just really, really wild there, man. So um, they're still investigating it, but don't know if it's suicide or paradigm or whatever what the details are. But, right. you know, us as human beings, we have to go find out what that exactly is. Yeah. So we will know eventually. Uh, but just, you know, Family, friends, and all that stuff, man. Just mad respect. Uh, Yeah. He was a great actor. Um, I tried to remember, like, movies that I remember him from. Um, There's not many. Just 13 going on 30. Yeah. And that actually was not his. (laughs) Not his movie at all, no. Yeah, so I was just, like, preparing for the pod. Yeah. Trying to talk about Matthew Barry movies. And I'm like, wasn't he in the movie 13 going on 30? And I was, then, like, I pulled it up. And I was like, he was not in 13 going on 30. When you told me that, I was like. Okay, I don't remember him <laughs> that movie, but that's fine. He was in Seventeen again, which is basically <laughs> okay. the same movie. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> just in reverse. Yeah, yeah. With Zac Efron, right, right. Okay, um, so yeah, guys, he was in a few things, but obviously best known for Friends. Um, oh yeah, just uh, rest in peace, brother. Yes, sir. All right, man. Moving right along here, <clears throat> I told you I watched Five Nights at Freddy's right this past Friday, and. I can't really believe that this movie at the time of this um, article for the Hollywood Reporter, Mm seventy eight million dollar opening for this trash movie. It's because it's a video game, and it's a very very popular game. That has to be why that happened. It has a global. Bow, global yeah, take yeah. of 130, $130 million, $130.6 million yeah. for this movie. Josh Hutchinson is now a movie star. <laughs> he made it. He made it. He finally made it. Yeah, bro. There's there's Top Gun Maverick, yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's, okay? That's where we're at right now, guys. That's okay. wild, ain't it? But, yeah, I mean, this the, the game Five Nights at Freddy's is a big hit game. And it's had a few versions now, and it's been around for a while. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the only way that can, that can track to anything is that it has already has like a cult following. following for it. Yeah. And then like just the all the press and the junkets that they've done for this, and the the media coverage that, about this movie before it came out. Like, I just thought everybody was going to sit at home, get on Peacock, and watch it like I did. Yeah. No. People went and drove to the theater <laughs> to watch Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. To see this movie. And for me, yeah. and it's just me, <laughs> the first 30, 45 minutes of this movie mm-hmm. is like a good horror flick. Okay. The rest, you're just confused. You're confused. And you're like, how and why? And then you just end up like not even caring. Yeah, um, I think you're you're missing in missing out on the lore. I assume. Oh yeah, of the it, game. Yeah, 
I mean, I would only think that a game that's been around for so long is going to have that little bit of, um, you, know, you should know this. Right? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> Missed the mark on me. Missed the mark. I mean, if you're making, I get it. If you're making yeah. something that is specific to just that loyal fan base, I get it. But when you are trying to make money, which they definitely did. So, I mean, so, they, what, so what the hell I'm saying didn't, is they that did even not relevant. try at all. Yeah. <laughs> it just so, happened. So, like, what I'm saying is irre- irrelevant, but yeah. like, you would think that they would, like, expand and kind of make it more universal. Right. That's wild, though, that it, that it hit that many, those kind of numbers. It hit those type of numbers wow. with this. Now, like, second, third week of box office stuff, like Barbie and Oppenheimer did, Probably not, but what was the budget on that movie? Oh, you remember? Man, you're I don't just remember. hitting me over the head with. Well, I'm just curious. Is it like you? This is your hey, job. Whoa, 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 whoa! God. Easy, easy. You were doing research. <laughs> God, you hit me over the head with questions. I don't have uh, twenty million. All right, then twenty million budget. One thirty-two point seven came out Friday. Did, did it look like twenty million? No. <laughs> okay. We can make this movie in that closet back there. Is what it felt like, bro. Maybe they used all that on promotion. That they was, definitely that was did. All, all marketing. Budget. That was all Josh Hutchinson's like paycheck right there, bro. He's like, you know, they didn't pay him that much money. <laughs> what it they got was, you now, man. though. They're gonna have to pay him that much now to come back for the sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Six Nights at wow. Freddy's, you know what I mean? Like, here we go again. Yeah, guys, I'm, I'm looking at the I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, and at the bottom it does say future, future. Wow. Following the events of the second and third games, respectively. Oh yeah. Signed. Oh wait, they signed a the Matthew Lillard, who's also in it, signed a three picture deal with the studio. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Well, he's got a. Pretty massive falling himself, too. He does. He does. And so. now it is Josh Hutchinson. <laughs> so we're all over the place, guys. Uh, go see Five Nights at Freddy's. You yeah. can see it in theaters. Or you can purchase Peacock and watch it at the house like I did. Yeah. I, I mean, wish you let me know. I took a watch myself. And we could have had an interesting conversation I about actually it. thought you were just going to, this was going to just happen. Like, I thought you were just well, going to do it. I don't watch anything on Peacock ever. Uh, so. I stopped watching Paramount Plus because I hate the search algorithm. But Peacock's yeah. kind of dope, though. Is it? Okay. Kind of dope. I haven't there. been on there in a minute. So, guys, five minutes at, at, at Freddy's. Right. Uh, if you happen to see it or have seen it or something, let's know your thoughts. I mean, what's another few seven bucks at this point, <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Josh Hutchison, the movie mm-hmm. star. All right, so team. Mad, so mad. Let's uh, move forward here. So, uh, ever since we saw the man without fear, Daredevil, mm-hmm. and She Hulk, it's been reported that Marvel Studios is doing Daredevil Reborn. Right. But according to the Hollywood Reporter, Marvel Studios' Daredevil television series has a new creative team here. So, the team behind Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Mm-hmm. And The Punisher, which was on Netflix, um, 
are going to be assisting with this. Also, some cats who have been working on the Loki series will be helping as well. Gotcha. Um, so with that being said, I hope, my hope for this is that it's going to be a darker, more closer to the Netflix version than what we what we were about to get. Yeah, and what it sounds like, and I don't know if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing, reading that article, is they're going to go more towards running these series as a series instead of like a movie, right? Like, yes. That's something I kind of liked, though. Like, you sit down, you got a nice, you were talking about it's like a mini series, but it's mm-hmm. really just a long movie. Yeah. Um, which I like that format. So, I don't want to see that like changing story every week when we watch a show like this. I see what you're talking about, like a like a like a supernatural where there's like yeah, you got somebody coming in, you know, doing two or three episodes, and then all of a sudden it's a different show. Yeah, I, I see what you're you're talking about there, and that's kind of like been the net, not the Netflix, the Disney Plus formula is it is a mini series, and it's one overarching story that kind of leads up to big baddie or whatever the the hero is is getting into or whatever the culmination of the show is yeah uh, i hope it does keep like that i hope it's not just like uh you know 18 random episodes of just him being right right daredevil i hope it's not like that because like those formulaic television shows just upset me from week <clears throat> after week so, right. Because, like, so we're not going to talk about the events that took place last week. Matt yeah. Murdoch, you were just poisoned, bro, with a dart. Yeah, now you're just chilling. Now you're just, you're just hanging out. Chilling, just sleeping with She-Hulk, bro. You're good now? That's what you're doing, man? So, so many questions, yeah, right? Whatever. But yeah, I hope it's more uh, that miniseries type movie thing where everything is overarching and makes sense. And the events of the last episode go into the next episode. Yeah. So let's see Same. what's happened there. Um, Daredevil is one of my favorite like Marvel characters of all time, and Charlie Cox did a fantastic job as, in, on the Netflix show. Love yeah. seeing him on She Hulk, even though it was a, it was a lot lighter in tone. Yeah, he's a little different. That's that's kind of what I mean. Like that instance, right? We get yeah. him, and he's he's directed, and you know it's all produced by different people. So yeah, you get a different character. You do, you do. So let's let let's hope he's uh, dark and brooding. Dark, dark and ominous. Dark and ominous tones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll throw that on our socials, man. Hey, dude, before we uh, jump into this week's pod. What's up? I'll tell you, man. What's that? Having a fantastic hair day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. It's like slick to the side and stuff, man. Appreciate that. Who's your, who does your hair these days? Um, Myself. Dude. Yeah. Styled by JV, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Yeah. Bringing that, sex. Bringing sexy back that, since 87. That and just the wind. <laughs> Well, <laughs> welcome to this episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing trailers for Thanksgiving, American Fiction, Episode 4 of Loki, and our movie of the week, Barbarian. Another week, mm. more podding in your ear. 
All right, team. Got some trailers coming at you here. I don't know yeah. why I still got 17 again in my uh, on my uh, Instagram right there, but we're going to turn that off. Got a movie with my man Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction, and I got this movie called Thanksgiving. Mm. We're going to talk about this, but I hate that they're turning turn every holiday into a creepy-ass day. And, like, right before you sent me that, Clyde, I was thinking, I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's a Hollywood horror movie I could make a joke about. <laughs> I was going to send you something to keep the, ho- the the horror going, but you worked it out on your own, so that's yeah, good. Man. Yeah. You know, brush my shoulders off a little yeah. bit. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, full, full reactions of these on our YouTube page. You can click the link tree under the description of this pod. Right. Uh, share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team. Uh, we got, according to IMDb, we got American Fiction, a novelist who's fed up with the establishment profiting from black entertainment, uses a pen name to write a book that propels him to the heart of hypocrisy and madness he claims to disdain. All right. Well, this is coming at us from Cord Jefferson, written and directed. Um, never heard of this guy before. Uh, but has a cast, uh, Jeffrey Wright, Skylar Wright, uh, Patrick Fisher, who I do see, John Ortiz is great, mm-hmm. Issa Rae, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, Sterling K. Brown, and so on and so forth, man. Yeah. Uh, just from the get-go, your thoughts on this trailer, brother? I mean, just comedy, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just like a... I don't know, it was the word kind of like a satire? Yep. Right? Is that the right word? I think so, I, yeah. Rock I it. mean, there it is. That's it's, right. It's out there in the world now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just the guy's like, he's making his, uh, trying to make a, a point, right? Like, like you don't expect me to have anything that's, uh, uh, what would be the word there? Uh, smart? Anything, I can't think of a good word. Well, what I'm thinking. But I, I know what I'm trying to say, but I can't say it. I'll see. Let me see if I can good, fill it for that's, you. Because that's what I'm supposed to be that's doing That's kind of right what now. our job that's is. That's right? what we do here. <laughs> so when I see American fiction, right, when I watch this trailer, I see Jeffrey Wright as a uh, cultured African-American yes. writer. Uh, you know, looks like he has probably a college degree. He's a writer. He... Lives well, he drinks wine, yeah. likes the finer things in life, right? But his books are not selling like they should be. Right. He thinks he's a very good writer. He probably had like one hit before. Yeah. It may not be a good writer. It might not be. <laughs> until he makes fun and spoofs the black culture yeah. with this book. Yeah. The pathology. Instead of pathology. Yeah, yeah. And it blows up, and it blows up bigger than he thought it was going to do. <laughs> and so he has to create this persona, right? So is he making fun of the black culture? Yes. Is he making a realization? This is something about the writer-director. Is he also making a realization that people eat up the hood, gangster, black culture stereotypes right. and shit? Uh, yes, that's exactly what he's trying to say. Just from this trailer alone, yeah. right? Not only dissecting two minutes and 30 seconds. Um, does he use Jeffrey Wright's character as a vehicle to tell that story? Is that like, we actually have very cultured and nuanced stories from black people, but you know, not just us. Yeah. Asian Americans, 
Mexican Americans. We actually do have a lot of good culture. It doesn't revolve around us as being like right. entrenched in the hood or the ghetto or wherever Ooh. the hell we're from. You know what I mean? And I think that's like a maybe in this is kind of like an entertainment piece. Like maybe this book is more entertaining yeah. than the things he wrote before. As as the actor himself, like yeah, like going after different uh, demographics of, of people, right? You got one that's people that enjoy kind of the, I guess the comedy and the entertainment, and maybe his other books are more serious. Yeah, uh, like you said, more serious cultural things, and then you got one over here they wrote that as a as a comedy that just took off for whatever reason. And you know the funny thing, man, is like I I actually talk like you know just being. From the culture, right? I'm on the outside in, 36-year-old married man, so <laughs> not really in the culture anymore, yeah. guys. But um, Different culture. But that's what, yes. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, like, people eat up those, like, hood black stories, though, and yeah. they sell. You can go into Food Lion right now, <laughs> and people are ripping them off the shelves. That's funny, yeah. It's so relevant to, to a meme I sent you earlier, that video I sent you. <laughs> oh, the Reading Rainbow, Rainbow DMX yeah, yeah. remix? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. Like Exactly, guys. Just some, things, some things it's just like more of an entertainment value yeah. than, than other things. But I think, this is go- I think he's going to tell a, uh, a good story. I think this is going to be one of those comedies that just like – Nails exactly the writer director is nailing exactly what he's trying to say yeah. about people and how they gobble up black culture and you know the realness. But like, yeah. what it was entertaining is like this hood shit that like you know this chick this chicken this like guy who just got released from jail. But like the nuclear black family living in the suburbs, yeah. one's a lawyer, you know, one's a doctor. Like that's not interesting, right? The Cosby right. Show is not interesting. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Right, I need I need uh, some fifty cent shit. You right, know what I mean? That right. over here, some power stuff. So, guys, with us on our socials, uh, let us know your thoughts about American fiction. All right, now Thanksgiving's ruined. Oh yeah, not even here yet. All right, guys. According to IMDb, we have Thanksgiving after a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy. A mysterious Thanksgiving-inspired killer terrorizes Plymouth, Massachusetts, the birthplace of the infamous holiday. Everybody's acting crazy on Black Friday, man. <sighs> Rick Hoffman, Gina Gershon, Patrick D- Dempsey is our leads here with a bunch of young kids who are going to get slaughtered. Uh, coming to us from Eli Roth, who's just like, you know, horror slaughter type. That's what he does well. Right. Cabin fever. Uh, yeah, cabin fever. We'll just talk about that. What the hell did we just watch? You know, there's always got to be a slasher movie dedicated to to a holiday. Why? Um, it's I just the rule. It. It's the rules, man. It's the it's the rules. That's all it is. So, are we gonna get a? serial movie thing out of this or it's going to be a new a new Thanksgiving slasher every every year you just just pissed me off (laughs) now we we got a 
Dog we got, we got Halloween. We're good on Halloween. My like second favorite holiday, man. We got uh, <laughs> your second favorite holiday. So we got Leprechaun, right? We got good there. St. Patrick's Day. Good at that. Halloween. Halloween. Christmas is already. The Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. is a movie we already. Got, we got Krumpus. Krumpus. Krampus is, is on the, there. The, the movie, the Christmas There's person. Just got to fill in, man. There's one month in there that that needs something. Oh my. What is it? Uh, what did how? Uh, I know what you did last summer. Was that over like July Fourth weekend or yeah, something like that? Summertime. That it's all summer time. That takes up a few months. Oh my gosh, <laughs> guys! I am just definitely gonna watch this movie, but like it's corny, it's cheesy. Every death involved a Thanksgiving utensil or it, an item or something. Like to me, it was amusing enough to make me want to watch it. I like, mean, I'm, yeah. like the, the, when I say amusing, I mean, like, I want to see what, what the end game is here with this character. Like, so he's out there, he's killing with Thanksgiving utensils, which is fine. The Everybody's you got to have your thing. You got to have corn your thing. You stabbed her in, her in the ears with a corn holder. But I'm, I'm, I'm just curious, man. Yeah. I'm very curious because it. Other than that, a couple of little corny things. I mean, the movie itself didn't look too terrible. Like, it didn't look like a super, like, low-budget movie. No, it did not but, look like Five Nights at Freddy's, no. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of curious. It may be, may be a new thing. Something we need to check out? Maybe that's who we're going to dress up for his, uh, uh, Halloween next year. <laughs> or for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Just go to the Thanksgiving table dressed like that. I don't know. Just with the big-ass, like, axe. <laughs> Yeah. I'll carve the jerky. <laughs> Guys, we're going to throw Thanksgiving on our socials. Uh, we're we're yeah. almost here. I'm sorry that you're not going to be able to enjoy your Thanksgiving yeah. anymore because this movie has ruined it, but yeah. we'll, we'll definitely let us know your thoughts, guys. <laughs> All right, sir. <clears throat> Season 2, Episode 4, Heart of the TVA. Mm. Uh, the TVA's loom nears catastrophic failure, but Loki... Mobius and Sylvie have a he who remains a variant. I just didn't think that we were going to top last week's episode. Mm. Like, I didn't think we were just going to continue with another great episode. Right. Right. Because just like we talked about these, like, miniseries that happens on Disney, they ebb and flow. Right. We get some. Yeah, yeah. We get some about, like, last week was really, really good. This one... Near perfect episode. That was really good. Near perfect episode. I hate the uh, the traitor guy who jumped on Ravona and Miss Minutes team, whatever. Mm. Uh, Brad. Uh, Brad. Don't like him. I like him a lot I, less now. I was like, actually, he started off being very interesting, and then yes. that just went went downhill. Very downhill. Um, but this is an episode that I watched. Which gave me the biggest, like, whiskey tango foxtrot. Yeah. What just happened? Yeah, I think this is our turn, right? Like, uh, we the la- last episode made us feel like we were getting somewhere. Yeah. Like, okay, we're about to figure this thing out. We're going to fix everything. And then this one leaves you like, I guess we're not going <laughs> to fix everything. Not fix anything at all. <laughs> Nothing. Everything's actually worse. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I just I just have like so many questions. Yeah. But you know, f- forget all that. Let's back up a second here. <laughs> all right. So we have I so 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 many questions. Like Loki pierced himself. Weird. Didn't understand that. Uh he said he'll explain later. Yeah, of course we'll. Um He's not gonna explain later. He doesn't have to, bro. Yeah. Tom Middleton, baby. He knew what he wants to. Straight sexiness, bro, with that long black hair. Mm-hmm. Um What was with like the hot chocolate, I thought that was actually a really cool addition, right? Because you had to get somewhere to see, you hmm. you had to get somewhere to see, like, him get captured. Right. But the fact that, like, he, he loomed so long, uh, Victor Timely, <laughs> on the chocolate, on the hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah. The machine, how it works, how it came out, pass it to I the guess. guard and everything. It was just, like, great writing, Right. But, like, great can- – like, it was just a great scene. I loved it. Yeah, I guess you're getting into, like, the the effects of, of the time in TVA, right? Exactly. So so he's, like, distracted. So the other guy isn't getting all the information he needs. Yeah. But the first time it happened, he did get it all. Yeah. And now he's distracted by chocolate machine, hot chocolate <laughs> <laughs> so it's just I guess we're gonna start kind of learning more about the loop there, right? Like how it since it's all all the time is supposedly all at once, right? Yeah, yeah. Super weird. It's and then like yeah, like going back to what you were saying, uh when Victor Timely meets Ouroboros and it's just like is the snake eating its tail? Literally yeah. what's happening? Like who yeah. wrote this book, who inspired this book? What's happening? There's just so many questions. But this is a series, unlike another one that we just watched, Ahsoka, where, like, I had questions, but I didn't really care for them to be answered. Right. Right? Like, I didn't, whatever. Space whales, cool hobby. You got got the lore, cool, whatever. But, like, (laughs) I need to know, like, who actually created this TVA book? Yeah. Who like I need that answered. I also need to know why the hell did Loki pierce himself? Like, how yeah. did he know that that was gonna happen? Right. Um. And the biggest like f you of the entire episode was like the best scene actually is where Loki and Sylvie are moving closer and closer, but slowly. Oh yeah, yeah. To that phone, and you're like, oh, some bad shit's on the other end. Yeah, of course. Some bad shit on the other end. And it's just Ouroboros, like, where are you guys at, right? Yeah. I'm like, because I'm at the edge of the couch. I'm at the edge right. of my seat this entire episode, right? There's so much going on. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, they brought it back so, some levity. Yeah, I yeah. that, guys. Yeah. sweating, man. Yeah, and then Ooh, we get. Booty cheeks clenched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we get to that. Towards the end, right? And you're like, okay, now we're we're wrapping this thing up. Yeah, we're, we're heroes we're gonna save the day. Saving the day. Yep. And it was like and it wasn't even like a let me go out there and like fight the elements and struggle. It, yeah, they, was, they just was, cut it off real quick. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, as soon as that door opened. Yeah. As gone. soon as that door opened, gone. And then just fade the black? Like what the f- Yeah. Why are you gonna leave us like that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, they are doing an excellent job on Loki. They're keeping 
you're keeping me engaged in yeah. the show. It's that damn good, man. Yeah. It's season two of Loki already, just four episodes in, ten times better than season one. Yeah. Season one was great. Yeah. Season one was awesome. But season two, man, like, where do they go from here? Yeah. Well, I mean, now we're we're in deep. Yes. Right? We're in deep in season two. Uh, we'll see where next episode goes, I guess. You're damn, right, to, you're damn right about that, bro. Figure it out. Guys, we're going to throw Loki season two, episode four, Heart of the TVA on our socials. Nice. Let us know your thoughts. Are you still rocking with this, guys? Can, can you do that? Is that legal? What? Is that legal? What? To put Loki season two on our timeline? I mean, if not, we'll just we'll just get pierced out of the timeline. So oh it's yeah, all good. that's true. That's true. Yeah. See how? See what I did there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disney will will do that. All right, man. Let's hop into this week's all movie. All right. All right, team. So this week we have mm. Barbarian. This movie came out. Last year, 2022, a couple other movies that came out last year, Turning Red, Pearl, The Honeymoon, Deep Water, Senior Year, The Northman, Shotgun Wedding, and the movie about the only man to fight a whole-ass African lion and live to tell about it, Idris Elba and Beast. Mm. Yeah, man. Oh, I should have brought up that I watched Meg 2 this weekend. forgot about that. <laughs> uh yeah, all right. Right? <laughs> right? That's it. Yeah, that's all, that's all that's I got it. to say about it. <laughs> all right, guys. Barbarian is written and directed by Zach Kreger. We have a $4.5 million budget, and it grossed $45.4 million. Nice. Uh, starting this, we have Georgina Campbell as Tess, Bill Skarsgård as Keith, Justin Long as AJ, Matthew Patrick Davis as the mother, and... Richard Brake as Frank. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, JV. Um, so we can hop in this woman. Give us that, that quick synopsis. Uh, yeah, so our main character, Tess, uh, she makes a mistake, Clyde. Uh, she doesn't leave her Airbnb when she should have. And her and her uh, double book roommate, Keith, decide to check out a dark tunnel in the basement. And uh, obviously that was a bad, bad idea. Um, because that's where all the monsters always are, Clive. Always, they're always down there. Always. Yeah. All right, man. So let's start at the top here. We have uh, Georgina Campbell as Tess, and I'll tell you this, man. I don't think I've ever seen this woman before, like ever. Mm. Uh, Georgina Campbell. She did a fantastic. She actually did have a small role in uh, King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. I did see her in that. I do remember that. But other than that, um. I have not seen her. So we have her in. She's been on a lot of TV. This. Yeah, I do see a lot that of there. TV. And she plays Tess, who is in town in Detroit for a interview for like some production yeah. company or whatever. And she double books at a Airbnb with this guy, Keith. She's skeptical. Like Keith's, like yo, it's just raining. It's disgusting. We're in the hood. Let's just stay here and everything. And everything. And Tess is like, no. Like I love her character at first. Yeah. It's just like, nah, I'm good, fam. Yeah, that so love I, fades away very fast. This is not a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's not a good idea. I don't know. Yeah. You're a creeper. Like 
She takes every precaution, right? Takes a picture of his ID and everything. Everything about her is like smart black girl. Yeah, but only to a certain point. Only though. to a certain only, point. Yeah, though. like like those first few minutes, she she was she was doing good. You stepped in the house, though, dude. You know, Bill Skarsgård put the charm on, though, he man. He did. He did. Even though, like, he was sketch the entire time, <laughs> he was sketch up until he wasn't. Yeah. Up until, like, we knew that he was not sketchy anymore. But, like, her mode, mood well, changed. At what, what point did you think he wasn't sketchy anymore? Right before we uh, faded to a different scene in California. Literally the moment before that. Okay. I was just making sure we're on yeah, the same yeah, page. It was the same page. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yes. I was like, there was no, there was no time before that <laughs> to me that he didn't seem sketchy. Exactly. <laughs> but that was, I guess that was kind of the, the point of this character too. Yeah. Right? Kind of be the, the, um, take you off of what's really happening. Exactly. Right? Yeah. The, the, the red herring, as they say yeah, yeah. in, uh, movies and, uh, books and stuff yeah. but like thing with Tess that I do like is like she should like I like that she was starting to like she started to stick to her gut mm-hmm. the charm came on from Keith so she stayed and then when she even went downstairs and like found out about that dark hole in normal black girl fashion she was like nope nope <laughs> not happy right. I was like Fade to black in the movie, we're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Get up out of there, right? Yep. But some things transpire for her to it becomes a survival movie of her moving forward. Right? Yeah. Um, and she is our final girl in this movie. Mm. Moving over to Bill Skarsgård as Keith, we're introduced to him in the in the f- different fashion that we met her. Right, we met her in the dark. It was gloomy. It was disgusting. She can't really yeah. see what's going on, but she just rolls up to the door. It's raining, and she gets in, and, like, he answers. Yeah. And everything about this kid, like we were saying, is just sketch as hell. Yeah. And like, kind of hell double books? Yeah. Well, it's kind of, well, with his thing, it's kind of like a nervous, off-putting energy. Like, yes. Like, you don't know if he is part of this weird scenario or if he's just another victim in the weird scenario. Yeah, exactly. Right. Is he there because he wanted to be, or did he really just book this place and got a, it's got the same, same way as her? Yeah. Same, same situation. Yeah. You know, and even the things that he's saying, like even the whole, you mean make you s- some tea? Yeah. It's just like, no, you're a random ass dude. I don't want yeah, you yeah. making me anything, yo. Yeah. You're not spiking this. You're not putting a yeah. roofie. You're not giving me a roofie colada, you know what well, I mean? Well, then then, the, then it starts pointing it out. Yeah. That was even more, like, Very. red flag. Right? Because <laughs> even when she was, like, on the couch or whatever, or, like, sitting down, the tea was in the background. The tea was just, like, right there. You see shots of her, but the tea was sitting there. So, yeah. so many questions. And then he, like, overly wants to drink wine with her. It wasn't yes. just like one ass, like, hey, I mean, you, you want know. a bottle of wine with me? It's closed. You, you know? And he makes an attempt to be like, <laughs> I know just, that just you didn't want me to open this <laughs> without, like, being around. Yeah. And he's just really awkward with it, well, right? Yeah, like trying to diffuse the, the weird situation, but also 
making it worse. Making it really creepy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, really yeah. creepy there, right? But they actually start connecting. Yep. Right? And it almost becomes like a, all right, she's kind of swooning over him because they have some similarities, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the music scene that he's in, she digs that. That's what she's doing a documentary on is like right. some of the guys in this big music group that he's in. So just a, a, a lot of stuff happening there. Um, and then his character is gone for a while. Yes. And we just get Tess. Yep. The heart of, of the story there. What did you think about the, the, the situation like from the night before to the morning after like that, that frame, the, the, her view of the neighborhood and stuff like that. So I was actually pretty fascinated by that. So like you knew it was like, well, you know, they're in Detroit. Yeah. And Detroit and parts of Detroit, it's really run down and you know, as beautiful as the city Detroit is, it's still like not one of the wealthiest cities in, North, right. in the United States. So, and there's different parts that are just really bad. And run down, not like hood bad, but just run down and dilapidated and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like eight mile and stuff. Out exactly. There, yeah. yeah, man. You know, I might have to fight B Rabbit or something. <laughs> um, if it was me, if it was me, right? Yeah, I'm not coming back to this Airbnb. Gone. That that's it. Bye. When she like walked out to like go to her interview, yeah, I would have went back in, got all my stuff. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep. Interview immediately. And I'm, I'm out of here immediately. Yes, there ain't no way I'm staying here, bro. Nah. Every house is like burned to to a crisp and done, except for yeah. this one. Nah, fam. Yeah, there was a minute, matter of seconds. Yeah, yeah, gone. Anyways. So, so she does that. She comes back, and I I really love how. She's, you know, there's like a hobo chasing her. So she runs inside yeah. and she tries to see like what the hell is going on downstairs and everything. And just wild, <laughs> just wild. Like, I love that she does not go into that hole yeah. alone. Uh, and then some things transpire. We're not going to spoil it for you guys. And then we meet Justin Long. Right. The movie actually like flips a script, goes from Detroit to California Everything yeah, we, is rainbows and sunshine when we meet Justin Long. Yeah, basically started a new movie. We basically, I literally paused this and yeah. was like, am I still watching the <laughs> same movie? I did too. We, um, <laughs> me and Christina were watching and I was like, uh, all right, well, let's kick the camera. Oops. Fine. We're fixing the post. It's fine. We got post, guys. I'll, I'll stabilize it. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's I don't think. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, me and Christina were watching uh, watching this, and at that point, we were both like, I was like, I thought Justin Long was in this movie. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he's just, you know, riding, singing. Sunshine. Yeah. Wow. He wasn't singing that song, yeah, guys, but he's singing. definitely having a good time on, like, a California turnpike, just yeah. having the best life. <laughs> and we, we, we meet him, and he's AJ, and he's an actor, and he has a pilot, and we come to find out really soon that he's kicked off the pilot because of uh, sexually harassing, yeah. maybe even like raping a co-star. Right. Right. Kind of some some heavy stuff here, guys. So stay with us. Um, so that's his character. So he goes to his accountant and his accountant is like, 
Yeah. Uh, you have no money for anything. I recommend you liquidating all of your homes. Yeah. To pay for this lawyer, pay for this legal fight. And also, um, I will be giving you your books back <laughs> by weekend. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm not gonna be a part of this. Yeah, you don't have enough Deuces, money to keep bro. me around. Yeah, and this is this is like this is this movie came out a couple years after like the Me Too movement kind of started. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that kind of explains a lot of where everybody is. People in Hollywood are, are like shunning him. His yeah, accountant who he pays is shunning him. Oh, so basically, immediately shut down. Deuces. Yeah, canceled immediately. There canceled. Um, so Justin has to figure out what he's gonna do. He is he inherited a few homes in Detroit. Ding <laughs> ding 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 ding. And what does he do? He goes to Detroit. Yeah. To figure out how he's going to sell these homes to get some money. Mm. Has to sell them ASAP. Um. Come to find out, one of the homes that he owns is the same home <clears throat> that. Is the Airbnb for Tess and Keith? Yeah, just imagine having to drive up and like put new siding on that house, <laughs> like renovating. <laughs> it's awkward looking. Very. Yeah. Very. You come down the street alone, you're just yeah. like, is this where we're putting a update in this house? Today? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Same thing. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Nope. But he rolled up at dark as well. So yeah, yeah, man. Um, so we get him and. We think we get AJ, and that's what I love about his character, like because it, it's Justin Long. Justin Long is like the most, like, soft off like putting guy. He's just like you. He yeah. has a presence about him that you're just like, yo, it's Justin Long. It's the Matt guy. You just love him. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, Let's just hang out, man. Grab grab a beer. We can just talk and be goofy and stuff. But like, this guy has a darkness about him, right? Like being oh, yeah, accused yeah. Of, of 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 rape. He's about to go to court about that. When he meets his buddy in Detroit, telling her, like, that's what she wanted and stuff, mm-hmm. cussing out his mom and stuff like that on the phone. Like, there's some stuff about this guy that's not, like, family-friendly. You know right. I, mean? I got you. Um, that's very interesting. Come to find out when he's doing all that work within the house and trying to, like, get all the schematics, he finds – let me back up a second here. Tess and Keith eventually go in that hole together, guys, yeah. in the basement – um, yeah, that, bad that, idea. That would have never happened. Oh, like, uh, no. Oh. You want to go, Keith? Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Keith. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta check it out. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, like, it's not that I don't believe you, but like, I gotta see for myself. <laughs> Hold the door for me so I don't get yeah. locked out. No. no. <laughs> Put a damn chair there. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Gone. But Justin Long is uh, at the house after Tess and Keith go into that hole, and yeah, AJ is in there, basically kind of catching up, catching up to where they were. Uh, well, it was it was a, it, it was a couple of days later. Yeah, it was she did say that she was down there for a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we weren't really catching up. We were actually just moving to another time period. Yes, like the timeline stays. We don't move backwards or forward. We I'm just tired of talking about timelines, dude. We, That's all we talk about these we, days. You're, you're right, <laughs> but but it, it's true. It's like I'm joking, it's man. like that one kind of stops, and then we start AJ's. Yeah, and then we're still in the same time. Like yeah, of course, forward. of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's down there, and he sees this very 
grotesque, naked, barbarian type yeah. woman who you don't understand like it's twenty twenty two how somebody looks like that, how long they've been down here. Is yeah. this a is this a, a full monster movie now where there's a whole like underground cavern of these people? You right. don't know. You don't know. So right. Matthew Patrick Davis plays the mother and Little is known about this person at first, right? Right. Little is known about this person actually the entire movie, but um, that's fair. You get these hints, you get these clues of who this person is, why they're 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 here, mm-hmm. but it's just not making sense to us. We're not putting the pieces together. Yeah, yeah. Until and this person, this like mother, this this character, this woman thing is extremely strong. Yep. Claws. Teeth is like filed down. Yeah. Um, can ju- like jumped out of that freaking hole. Really like, it was <laughs> yeah. just like ridiculous, right? <laughs> um, and then we jump to like the eighties. Mm-hmm. In the eighties, we meet Frank, who's played by Richard Brake. And what is Frank? We find out real quick. Frank's a guy who loves his neighborhood. Yeah. Frank's the guy who owned the home before AJ and his family or whatever. Right, right. Um, we also come to find out that Frank is a serial rapist. Say, just say it. A serial rapist. <laughs> and not only that, uh, he also is a serial rapist who... Like a kidnapper. Kid, he, he's a kidnapper. Or, he's a rapist. He also... Had through understanding, he had sex with the offspring as well. Yeah, yeah, just a massive weird incest. Yes, a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and the games that he played with women was like dressing up and going in them and saying like he's with the power company or the water company, whatever, and checking things, and they would leave a a window open so he can come in there later on. Right. And obviously, like, kidnap them and take them back to his home and obviously his underground dungeon. So we're learning more and more about, like, how this is happening, what's going on here, um, and just, like, an unfortunate turn of events is what it is, right? Um, So then we move back forward, and the third act is basically just, like, a get the hell away from this beast thing, right? Survival. Survival Survive. is the, th- yeah. the third act, right? And everything everything that entails there, man, very weird, very awkward. Part-time, very scary. Mm-hmm. And at part-time, I'm just like, all right, it's just a monster movie from here, guys. Let's just get away. Yeah. Let's just get away, right? It's not even, I'm not even entertained anymore. It, I was about to say, yeah, it does take a weird turn to where you're like, um, okay, creep, creep fest. But I'm intrigued. Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, and then it turns into the getting chased by monster. Exactly. At the end of the day, that's, that's it, yeah. what it is left. Yeah. So uh, that's what I talk about the characters about. Uh, nice. Sets and music, music off the bat, man. Uh, I have. It's been a while since I've watched a movie where like the music. Like a horror movie where the music was just like as creepy as the movie, <laughs> right? Where it matches right. tone, and that's what the whole point of like 
um, the music is supposed to do in these movies, the composer is supposed to do, right? Yeah. Sometimes it fits, sometimes it doesn't. This one, man, it matched everything. When Justin Long is being funny, when mm-hmm. AJ's being, like, funny, it matched that, right? When Tessa's, like, scared shitless out of her mind, it matched it. Even when she was, like, nope, not going down there. Like, yeah. I loved how the music just stopped and was uh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it did kind of that. <laughs> Where where you're like, oh man, things about to happen. And they just pulls you back out. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Um, it was really good there. But yep. the sets itself, man, I love that it kept it very basic. Oh yeah, very basic. It's a basic Airbnb. Uh, we get it. We get a literally one floor home. Yeah, with a basement, and everything is in those caverns and stuff. Yeah, moving forward, man. Like that alone made this really creepy. It almost yeah. like the house itself was like a character. Yeah. It had so much character in life because like the home, especially when you saw it during the day, yeah. the home was really creepy. Like everything. Yeah. Around, like, why is this one house still just like perfect? Yeah. It was like creepier than the ones that were run down. Exactly. Yeah. More, right. That's the house I'm not going in guys. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's more a red flag that it was a nice house than it was a, Broke down house beside it. It's like uh, it's like uh, you know, when you're in the hood and there's like a bunch of like blacks and Hispanics hanging out, and that that one white kid, yeah, with the polo. Yeah, don't mess with that. One dude. white kid with the polo is the worst guy. Yeah, okay, he's... don't mess with him. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> stay away from him, yeah. guys. Um, but no, uh, I I love the home. Everything that happened with the camera work, with the way the doors were, just the yeah. Um, the fact that that door closed on her and everything, man, the, the rope to open the, the hatch right. door downstairs and then just the creepiness yeah, and the layers of so <laughs> much of that. And it was real. Uh, yeah. It was really good camera work within these confined spaces. Oh dude. Yeah. Tight, um, tight quarters. I mean, it made it seem like it was humongous at the same time, like mm-hmm. the way they were able to move around and see a lot of different things. Um, but like you said before, all that's awesome up until we start running. Yeah, yeah. Then, then it kind of loses its it loses charm because now we're just yeah. like, all right, let's busting get out. through walls let's, and so exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's got a little you know crazy. Got a little, got a little crazy. Yeah, you're, yeah. Okay, you're you're op. Okay? Yeah, yeah, you're overpowered there, lady. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, but no, still, still fun there, man. Uh, let's talk about some some themes here. All right. So this movie, man, uh, this is about, like, who abuses who and who is at fault for that abuse, right? We talk about Tess, and she has her ex-boyfriend, and there's a little bit of explicit why she's not answering the phone when he's calling. Yeah. Um, the way that she views guys, her worldview where, like, guys can just bust in and do whatever the hell they want to, but girls have to take everything, like, really slow and easy. Yeah. And if the tables were, were turned, if... Keith was at the door. She would have uh, not let him in, but Keith would have busted in and be like, no, this is my Airbnb. I'm staying here. I paid money for this, right? Yeah. Where she was like timid and shy at first and was like, I'm not going to stay here. We're good there. Yeah. Also, you know, that goes into those women trust issues, right? Naturally, who can women trust? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I saw, I don't know if you saw, I don't know if I shared that meme or whatever from you that I saw on Instagram, but it was like, the 27 or 30 places that women don't want to go on a first date or whatever. <laughs> right. And it was just this whole long list. Yeah. And in the comments, guys are like, no, that's crazy, man. I can't take you here. We can't do this. We can't do this. And girl, and the one girl commented and it made sense. And yeah. I, I 
looked at it right after I watched this movie, and it said, well, we don't want to get murdered in any of these places, so there's that. I'm like, <laughs> checks out. Checks out. Checks out. That is fair. <laughs> right? Um, Same. There's some, there's some co-ed workers' trust issues with AJ uh, raping his co-worker in that yeah. pilot. There's that assailant with Frank. There's those, those assailant issues with rape and incest going on here. And then with AJ and even Frank, um, a wolf in sheep's clothing mm. issues with men, right? Frank came across just as a, as a guy in the in the neighborhood and, you know, he's going to go out and do his thing. Yeah. And nobody really knows what he's actually up to in, in that cellar. And AJ just comes across as like, you know, most – Awesome guy on the planet, right? Yeah. Just most lovable. Oh, it's just me, guys. I'm AJ, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But really, he's an asshole as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things that, that uh, Zach Kreger is talking about in this movie, man. All right, team. So that's our conversation about 2022's Barbarian. Yeah. JV, give me your thoughts and ratings on this, brother. Yeah, this one's going to get uh, three out of five buckets from me. Carl. Yeah. Uh, it might have got four if if it stuck the landing. Yeah. Uh, like we, we talked about, I, I like I like the storyline and the creepiness, like in the house, um, figuring out what's going on in this humongous tunnel system. Like, like why? Yeah. For one, um, the dog cages. That's what freaked me out. Dude. Yeah, it got real weird down there. And uh, all that was fun. Um, kind of Keith, the Keith storyline, where we got with that. Um, I mean, even AJ coming in and, and them having to go through all that mess together. Uh, but then once we leave the house, it's like, it's almost like a Predator movie. <laughs> 1,000 <000%, yeah. laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just didn't have the check. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um <laughs> So it kind of lost me there. Like, did you? I mean, you know, obviously watch it till the end, but it just it, something. It, it just carried on too long, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Like, it's just too many end steps to the end of the movie. Like, that just drove me kind of away from leaning me like, yeah. yeah, no. Well, that, that was cool up until that point. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They could have shaved like 15, 20 minutes off of this movie. Yep. And. It would have been it would have been the best like horror film of twenty twenty two, right? <laughs> it really would have because yeah. there was just so much in this that was just like eh, whatever. Like the well, they're, they're trying like trying to give the the mother, I guess, a purpose. I'm not even talking about that. I'm not right. talking about that at all. Like that makes sense, right? I'm talking like why did we have to see Tess at her interview, right? Why are you talking so much to uh, Keith about unnecessary things? Mm. Right, the, the the whole you're only using the black hobo for exposition. That yeah. could have been done a different way, right? Yeah, so like those you could have cut that scene down with Keith, the, right? That and the other scene you could cut like fifteen twenty minutes out of this movie. It would have been a lot better. Yeah, in my, in my eyes, right? Agreed. So, uh, what about you, man? Yeah, dude. So. Uh, this is like we just talked about. This is a flick that two thirds of it is actually scared the mess out of me. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, it was very, creepy. It really was. Yeah, music yeah. when she walked out of the room when when Keith was like going through his night terror or whatever, and the door closed and the back the, the basement door closed, and I'm yeah. just like, what is going on here? Yeah, that was weird because it, 
Because that's what I was asking Christina. I was like, that closed on its own? Yeah. Because, like, during the movie, later on, it closes on its own. Yeah. So it's like, did it close on its own there, and it was just meant to be creepy and make you think a little bit? And why was it open yeah. to begin with? Why was her bedroom door open, right? That's so fair. Questions there. Um, not knowing what this movie was about, you know, or what the horror element was to this movie. Yeah. You know, you just don't know for a very, very long time. No clue. Um, this movie had me guessing until that reveal at the end of the first act. Mm-hmm. Right before we get to California. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, oh, so this is the movie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Th- this right here is the movie. But but then it pulls you out of it. And then you're just like, okay, I'm now now watching now a Justin chilling. Long <laughs> movie now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Mac versus PC, I guess. <laughs> but I did, but I liked it though. You know, and yeah. this is the reason why, man. You know, I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan, so this this structure, you know, and how it's told in a Christopher Nolan esque format, where you get this, but then it kind of jumps you into to somewhere else. Yeah. I actually really dig that, man. Um, it's a cool way to give backstory and exposition, so we can get to that third act. Yeah. Um, which, like you said, parts of the third act landed, some parts did not. Yeah. Uh, this one, man, four buckets of popcorn fr- from me. Surprising nice. for a horror movie as nice. well, because it's not my favorite genre, because it's so hard to do. Yeah. But I also love that it's a horror movie with this, with the writer director is trying to tell about horrible men in the Me Too moment. Yeah, momentum. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what he was trying to do. Well, also, that, that that's been around for a while. Exactly. Nothing, nothing new. Nothing new. And nothing that's going to go away. But the way that he, exactly. But the way that he like executes is what makes this movie very good because Tess is the final girl. In a very little bit of time, she changes. Yeah. And for for the the better, and that's why I give it four buckets of popcorn. To me. Good deal. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Barbarian. Next week, we'll be discussing the 2003 action comedy, Hollywood Homicide. And that's streaming on Hulu and the Roku channel. I'm Clyde Smith. You can find me on all social medias as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And like always, keep watching. Oh, yeah.